0: everyone. Hi, Alan. Hello. I said that really weird. What's going on?
1: Nothing. We're filming in the morning, which we haven't done in a while.
0: I know I know.
1: The pollen okay. is so bad. I saw a TikTok video of a little boy literally crying because of how bad his allergies were. I felt really
0: bad. That was I that was me as a pollen. child. What? That was 100% me as a child. Really. I always felt like I never had bad allergies. And i
1: say that and I'm going to start getting bad allergies probably, but my dad and my brother both have bad allergies to the point where whenever we go home to Australia, like it's insufferable. It's painful
0: watching them. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. No, it really sucks. Um, Not fun, but that's okay. But I'm excited to see your face. I'm Um, so excited to see your face. This is a good topic. We are talking about out of sight, out of mind, which is so funny, and it makes. I was
1: thinking this when you said that. It makes so much sense that we haven't been able, because when you told me this was the topic, I my immediate reaction was, "Oh my god, how have we not thought of that?" But of course, we haven't thought about it because
0: it's out <laughs> of sight, out of mind. No, totally. The whole thing, like, it's like it's just a real funny. chicken and an egg. Like, I'm pretty surprised that we've come to this topic. I know, I know, and especially because this is like. I feel like one of the most common like talked about things sometimes when it comes to like ADHD on social media and stuff like, you know, forgetting like certain clothes that exist in your closet because you don't see them or like forgetting that we bought vegetables in our refrigerator because it's hidden behind something or like not being able to or not answering a text because it's not like a brand new text right there. You know what I mean? Like all these things are so common. Well, and you
1: know that I have a um, really close group of friends from college that you've met all of them and I forgot Sarah's birthday because I had it written on my calendar I have all of your birthdays written on my calendar but I happen to be out of town and I can't tell you how many times like people have had to retell me stories or stuff I don't know if my like just cognitive like I'm excited to hear what you're gonna say because I gotta tell you I don't know if it's my cognitive
0: processing or maybe I just don't listen well enough like I feel really guilty. It's really hard and it does it makes us like feel like we never want things to seem like they're not important to us because they are important and we, I know we talked about that like with the birthday thing once even on the podcast like yes, we it did. has nothing to do with importance at all. But It really comes down to like the concept I just want to talk briefly about is like working memory. And I talked about this towards the beginning of the podcast, but we haven't really revisited it. Revisited it? That sounds weird. That's (laughs) right. Our working memory, we can think of this as similar to our short-term memory. So don't worry about like long-term, it's just short-term memory. It's pretty much where we hold information that like we're actively using. So like information that we're about to use. So like if someone's giving me instructions or if someone's telling me a number and I'm trying to like remember it and write it to, you know what I mean it's like a part of our brain that like we're holding this information so that we can grab it like in a second like really quickly you know so people yeah ADHD so why would or- work
1: properly you know why would our lives be easy <laughs> why no of
0: course not no. like <laughs> but Um, so what happens is like people with ADHD, we have a weaker working memory, meaning like we have less capacity to hold things there. And so it's just harder to remember things in the short term, like that we want to use right away. And so this is kind of where it goes into out of sight, out of mind. We have such busy brains and all these like thoughts that are coming in all at once and stuff. And so not only do we already have only a few slots in our working memory to hold things, but we're constantly like putting in other things because we're like, oh, wait, that thing or that thing. I want to remember that or because we have all these other thoughts coming in at once. So it's like a combination of both that makes it really difficult to remember things that like aren't right in front of us, which is fun. Exhausting. Exhausting. No. It and really I
1: feel is. Like I struggle with the emotional implications of this. Like definitely like the practical yeah. implications too, like what you mentioned with the directions. And you know, I struggle with this at work a lot, especially starting a new job. Like I feel like I constantly have to ask the same question over and over again. And like a super specific example of this is we store all of our internal files on a system that can be accessed through the internet. It's called box. And like these So my boss will be like, can you find this one particular file? And she's told me what folder it's in and how to find the folder, maybe 90 times. But I see this list of folders and every time without fail, I'm like, I have no idea where to go or what I'm looking for, you know? And I feel like sometimes even in the process of someone relaying instructions to me, I'll write notes and then my notes aren't good enough. Like they're not detailed enough for me to remember.
0: Totally. Or do you ever, like, you're you're putting so much focus on writing the notes that you're missing some of the details that they're saying because you're more focused on writing the note. And then it's like, well, this yeah. kind of ruins the whole purpose because I missed an important piece.
1: I know. I mean, I don't want to have to choose between remembering what someone is saying and actually understanding what someone is saying.
0: I know. Why, why do we have to choose? That's so frustrating. But it's like We have to remember to process.
1: I know. So I mean, wild. and it's literally what we talked about earlier. I do feel like sometimes I... I'm forced to like mentally turn on these things that for other people are just second nature.
0: Yeah, no, absolutely. Like no no one has to remember to breathe, but sometimes Mm -hmm. I
1: feel like I'm like, okay, remember to do this and then remember to do this. And the things that I'm remembering to do are just like normal day to day. Mm -hmm. It's just like frustrating. So like on a practical level, that really bothers me. But like the emotional implications of like friends feeling like I'm not present or listening to what they're saying and stuff like that, like that's really difficult too. And it makes me sad. Like I feel guilty and it makes me, it, 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 you know, like I feel like I can never really be present because unless I'm focusing and hyper aware of what's going on around me, I won't remember it. But yeah. being hyper aware and focusing does, it like takes you out of the moment and makes the connections that you have, like a lot less, not less genuine or anything, but I, you know, it's hard.
0: It is hard. And these things are like really specific because we're all so unique in like the little things that we remember versus the things we don't too. And I feel like also another common thing for like a lot of people with ADHD who do like connect with people like, you know, it's hard to explain, but I think a lot of us just do have like this ability to connect like emotionally with people. I'll forget like, I'll never be able to remember where I put my keys an hour ago or like things like that. Yet I'll remember the tiniest details like about that thing that that one person told me.
1: Like my friend Caroline, three weeks ago, or maybe more like a month and a half ago, told me a story about how she ordered pants online from Madewell and they were too big. And so then she had to send them back. And then the size that she got back was also too big. And at the end yeah. of the story, she just decided to keep the too big size because she didn't want to have to deal with returning it again. And now she never wears the pants. Why do I remember that story to such great detail? But I can't <laughs> remember my best friend of 10 years birthday. Yeah, when it's no, in front of me, it makes me kind of nervous to like add more responsibility to my life in the form of yeah. like, you know, more bills or like children or something like that. Like I just, I don't know if any women out there Or, you know, even people that want kids and also struggle with ADHD and and they're young like us, you know, I'm obviously like predicting my future. I'm not there yet. But like all of these things do come together to make me really worry about my ability to be like a responsible adult. Like I try really hard and I know that we all try really hard. And I feel like so much of the content that you and I put out there, like helps explain all of the content that you and I put out there helps explain like why things are so hard, but like, sometimes the insecurities do get to me a little bit.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, well, especially because we do care so much about like being a good friend and like being supportive. And so when like we do drop the ball on certain things, we can just feel so bad. And that's like the worst feeling, you know?
1: Um, When I were just talking about this, I just want to make one more point before you tell us more interesting stuff. Like, I also feel like this applies to plans and plan making, like, because you were literally just talking about how you've overcommitted. I overcommitted for tomorrow and I'm really freaking out about it. And it's because I didn't, I made these plans and then I forgot that I had these plans. And then yeah. I was like, will yeah, do this too. And, you know, it just kind of like spiraled
0: out of control. Yeah, no. I'm, and then all of a sudden we're just like having to make like four stops before somewhere. I <laughs> know. Like, oh. Yeah. Terrible, no. but anyway, totally. Well, something I just thought is interesting is um on social media, like specifically TikTok, there's been a lot of conversation about the concept of like object permanence. In this the concept of object permanence, is that when something's not in front of you, you forget that it exists. Mm-hmm. That's not exactly like I see why that simplified answer kind of sounds like some of what we're experiencing, but we it's not that we don't know that they exist. I think this goes back to those like. What we have capacity for in our working memory like it's getting replaced so often with other things and whatever things are right in front of us and whatever things are urgent that these other things just eventually they kind of like get lost because we only have space for the visible things that are like right in our immediate future you know what i mean does that make sense
1: yeah i do think you're so right like i can see the difference between working memory and object permanence but at the same time I can see how they can be confused and explained as the same thing. But I think like yeah. the object permanence thing, tell me if I'm right. You know how you were saying, like, we forget that we have clothes unless they're right in front of us.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Is that like an object permanence thing or is that more of a working memory thing? Or is that both?
0: The object permanence is child like children and babies who are like uh, developing, their brains are developing. So I don't think it's exactly, like, that's not what it is for us. But I the same. Yeah, it sounds similar. Like, there's all these ways, you know, to kind of, like, keep your space in a way that supports your ADHD. And a lot of those things are keeping things visible. Like, the second that you put things in a hidden part of your drawer or, like, anything that you can't see, it is really common to just kind of not, like, just forget that they're there. And I always do this.
1: Yeah. And I buy,
0: like, I'll buy, like, certain shirts or certain things. And I'll be like, yeah, I don't have this. And I'm like, okay, I definitely have something that looks exactly like this. Like, when I find the other one. Just tell I
1: them them. Um, Kitchen utensils. Like, I just yeah. did the cheese grater. I know it's so specific, but I needed a cheese grater. And I was like, I don't have a cheese grater. So then I went and bought a cheese grater. And then I cleaned it. And I put it where I thought a cheese grater should go. And guess what? I had a cheese grater. Because I'm smart. <laughs> I mean, it's just... <laughs> I don't understand why I don't give myself the benefit of the doubt, but then I give myself the benefit of the doubt and I forget a birthday.
0: And you know, you even had the same like you even had the same thought process of where the cheese grater would go.
1: Literally, it was so bizarre. I was like, oh, so clearly I did something right. It just wasn't the right thing to do right. Yeah. <laughs> no, like I know.
0: No, it totally is, and these are one of those things. It's like just understanding that our working memory is weaker and we have like less space for things like this is why obviously we all roll our eyes at the advice of like use planners or like reminders or things like that. But it's because anything that allows us to rely on like putting it somewhere else to remember, like we don't have to rely on our working memory. We want to put it somewhere else, whether whatever system that looks like for you you know, so that we can kind of see things without... Forgetting I
1: think the blanket it. rule to go by, like, the rule of thumb is that our working memory is just unreliable. That doesn't mean it's yeah. bad, it's broken or anything. It's just, like, doesn't... You're so right. It's not bad. It just doesn't have the capacity to hold things at the level that other people do. And I think right. that, like, so often I'm like, I'm not going to write that down because I'll remember it. Like, how funny is this? I wrote something down on my calendar and I couldn't, like, an event or something, and I couldn't fit, like, the name, so I wrote the acronym. I don't remember what the acronym means. I have no idea what I have to do on the 27th. Like, I don't
0: know. That's so funny. I've done that before, too. Like, I'll write that with, like, notes, and then I'm just, like, what does this note mean? I'm just sitting there, and I'm, like, what does it mean, Alana?
1: (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I mean, I think that, like, Probably the only workaround to this is just being super diligent and getting the habit of writing stuff down, but like the entirety of it.
0: Yeah, definitely. And (laughs) like, go ahead. Sorry.
1: I was like, just get a notebook. It doesn't even have to be a planner.
0: Yeah. Even just having any type of system that you can build for yourself, like for the things that, you know, you probably aren't going to remember, but then this is twofold. I think a lot of us are like, okay, to-do lists are great. We have to build the habit of checking that list.
1: I have a to-do list that's magnetized to my fridge. I'm looking at it now. That's really helpful. Like keeping my to-do list in a central location that I cannot avoid. You know, sometimes I'll be like, hi, I wonder if there's anything on my to-do list. And there is.
0: Yeah. No, keeping it visible is huge. And I think that goes for a lot of, yeah, honestly, everything. Anything that we can keep more visible.
1: Clothes you know this, I have to hang everything in my closet. I don't have any folding space and even my t-shirts and it forces me to see everything that I have.
0: Mm -hmm. If you didn't do that, if you didn't keep it all visible, you'd have even more stuff that you don't wear. Like at least now you see it all. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. And that's why they say to fold your clothes. Like if you're folding clothes in a dresser, like t-shirts, they don't, they say that you shouldn't like stack them horizontally you should lay them out vertically so that you can see all of the things that you have. Like there are little organizational tips, but you know, the point of this, I guess, is just to tell you guys that our memories also suck. You are not alone. There are going to be many birthdays and all you can do is be kind and genuine and apologize.
0: Yeah. And also with like something that I've always found really frustrating is like in the moment, when you're trying to remember something or when you're looking at something important, like on your schedule, I well, I used to do this more just because it's so important. I would convince myself, I'd be like, there's no way you're going to forget this. Like in this moment, yeah. this is so significant. So there's no way you're going to forget it. Like you're good. And then obviously again, with that, with those like slots that we have in our memory, other things take those slots. Yeah. And so throughout the day that we we've like a million things going on, especially with like our busy brains and then the distractibility, like we have so many different things that, that thing that seemed important, like two hours ago, we still might forget it because it's just not right there anymore. Yeah. You know?
1: And something but, of equal or lesser importance has come in.
0: Totally. That for me, like that was something I really had to work on because, again, in that moment when someone's telling you something, and I hear this from clients all the time, like people's partners will be like, "Will you like re- try and like remember this?" Like they'll make it a, a specific point. Please remember this. Like, and because that it's so specific in the moment, we're like, "Yeah, I got it." Like a lot of times, that's just not enough. No, it's just not- kind it's of make not- it more. Visible like- or added in other things.
1: Yeah, we come us. back to this point so often, but I just don't think that the world that we live in is necessarily designed for our brain. And that is a real, sucky thought to have sometimes, but you know, it's not the end of the world. We adapt and we create communities like this and we get planners and to-do lists and take them to our fridge.
0: And we're also, because of all the years we've gone, like figuring things out in unique ways, we become really good at like problem solving and like figuring things out in a way that like, that works for us. And this is super interesting. Sometimes when I first start working with clients too, they'll be like, they'll say that they haven't done any like ADHD management or anything like that. And then they'll tell me they're like, but yeah, I've, I've noticed that this is the only way that I can get things done. And then they list an ADHD strategy. And I'm like, yeah, because we've truly had to like find out these things for ourselves. And we don't even realize that, over time, and after so many years, a lot of the things that do work, there's a reason for it. And it's usually supporting one of these ADHD symptoms that we struggle with.
1: Yeah, totally. I mean, you're so right. Like people will find a way to make it work anyway. And I'm just so yeah. impressed with everyone. And she's and honest, like, Communicate with the people that you love around you and let them know that this is something that you're aware of. I think people get mad when they think that we do it and we're just careless and silly, you know?
0: Yeah. Another example of like, for people who struggle with, I'm not calling you out because I do this too, but texts. Responding.
1: I am (laughs) the world's worst texter. The world's worst
0: texter. And honestly, it has gotten me into a lot of trouble before. I've heard a lot of people share this simpler thing that I think you might feel, correct me if I'm wrong, but, like, the act of responding to a lot of, like, messages feels very, like, daunting and overwhelming for a lot of people, and I can totally get that. I don't have that. Like, I feel like almost maybe it's a little bit of impulsivity, but like when I say something, you know, I'd send like 10 messages at once. I know it's overwhelming. I feel bad for the people that are receiving the text messages. Like I really do. But like, I just like think of something else and then I want to say it. And then that triggers another thought. And then I want to say it. Bouts of like five. Say that again. I text in bouts of like five. Totally. Yeah. And so like, I know that it's really common and overwhelming. There's like some, you know, strategies like pretty much only only opening a message if you know that you have the capacity to like respond. Yeah. Because then the notification is still there and you can see the difference because I'm sure similar with like the out of sight out of mind, once you open a message, it's not a new message anymore and then we forget because honestly,
1: I think know. there are two, there's a text message I remembered that I have to respond to that I haven't responded to yet, but I don't remember which one it is. Yeah. So now I have to like sit down and figure that out.
0: Another tip that I've also seen for like the groceries that go bad is keeping produce or certain things in the visible part, like the door of your refrigerator, as opposed to underneath, like inside the drawer where we can't see it. Yeah.
1: I can't tell you how many groceries and like lettuce and things go soft and moldy because I put them in the
0: crisper drawer like I'm supposed to, but that doesn't work. (laughs) I hate mold. Um, yeah, no, it's it really scary. I love me. it. <laughs> I know, like who likes it?
1: But I do think like it's un- uncomfortable might be a weird word to use, but it is kind of weird to like put produce in the door because you know that's not where it goes. But like this yeah. is such a rule of thumb, I think, with managing ADHD symptoms is the way that things are designed is not for us. So
0: if you have to do weird things to make life work, then do the weird thing. And it makes sense because, for example, the ketchup or the things that we keep in our dro- in the door, we don't need to see that every day. That lasts longer. Like we do need to be seeing the pro or the produce and things like that. But can we talk about for a second how impossible it is grocery shopping and having groceries for one? Oh my God,
1: We, we talked-, talked
0: about that for hours.
1: Yeah, I have really big qualms because economically and fiscally, it is the same price to buy groceries for one than it is for two. And then everyone's like, yeah, but you have double the leftovers. Who wants to eat the same meal four nights in a row? No one, no one.
0: Yeah. Unless it's your but, like hyperfixation meal. No, I'll eat right
1: now. Mine is um, cornflakes. I'll eat cornflakes. I could eat cornflakes twice a day. That sounds but, so good. I went to Whole Foods yesterday and they do like, they made like chicken kebabs behind Mm -hmm. the meat counter that you can just buy and grill yourself. And I was like, can I have one chicken kebab? And the guy was like, just one. I was like, (laughs) yeah, I'm single. Okay. Single people need to eat two. He's like, Oh, okay.
0: He's like, Oh, just, just for one of you.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I seriously, he was like, Oh, just one. And I was like, yes, I'm single. And he's like, oh, you're single? I was like, shut up. This is not the time.
0: <laughs> not the time, dude. But there was actually one other kind of tip I wanted to, you know, normalize here, which is talking to yourself, like talking to yourself out loud, messaging things to yourself, sending yourself voice notes, whatever things help. Because sometimes for me, sending like if I record something, because I know I've talked to you guys about how my thoughts come so much clear more clearly when I'm walking or things like that. And sometimes I just want to be able to like record what I'm thinking and then address okay. it later or refer back to it later. Mm-hmm. And so sending myself voice notes is good too because no one knows who you're talking to. It's yeah. no one's business, you know? Thank and you. Yeah. But even like going from like one room to another so that I don't forget what I was about to do. Like if talking to yourself helps, talk to yourself. Totally. That's,
1: That's my That's tip. A really good tip, honestly to wrap it up
0: on, I think. Yeah. Thank you. Groundbreaking information here. Talk to yourself.
1: Talk to yourself. <laughs> write it down.
0: Yeah. Or sing it. I always sing things <laughs> like Jets Okay. from New Girl. Like from New Girl. Yeah. yeah. Okay. okay have a wonderful week thank you guys so much for listening and hoping everyone has a good week and we will talk to you soon